Coming up on this episode of New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, we got a mailbag edition for you. You're going to be covering three very good scenarios that we want to kind of discuss and talk through from leaving money to a child who has a spouse that maybe you don't trust. What about student loan debt and other issues we'll tackle here on today's show. That's coming up. This is New York's Asset Protection Roundtable with Ted Alatsis of Alatsis Law Firm. Our mission at Alatsis Law Firm is to assist you with the three pillars of protection, preserving your assets, providing you help, and protecting your future. Well, glad to have you on New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, a three pillars of protection program. I'm Ben George. He's Ted Alatsis. He's an attorney and counselor of law at the Alatsis Law Firm in Brooklyn, New York. You can find him online at alatsislawfirm.com. Ted, how are you today? I'm doing well, Ben. I'm just uh, enjoying the fall, as we say. Yeah. Got the holidays right around the corner. I know they, they come quick, and uh, it seems like once they begin, there's not a break uh, from, from the next one. But which uh, which holiday is your family most into? Well, so so we like to uh, entertain during Christmas. So, you know, Christmas Eve is our is our holiday, and uh, I, I guess we gear up for that. And, uh, you know, um, it's sort of become our family tradition. So, you know, we, we entertain at our home and, um, you know, families usually home from college and, you know, all over the, the country and everybody's around. So it's really a, a great time to to get together. And that's, that's, that's the holiday. I think that we gear up for the most. Yeah. I used to have a, a great uh, family Christmas Eve thing we went to after church. I, I, I kind of want to take that on at some point. Um, once maybe the kids get a little bit older and I can put a little more time into cleaning the house and get everything organized. But I uh, always, always uh, have like a special place in my heart for Christmas Eve. It was just always a, a special night, uh, spending time with the family and just the excitement you had as, as a younger kid, right? Getting ready for Christmas and just the anticipation. It was always, just always have nothing but positive uh, uh, memories of that, those times. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we wish you uh, the best during this holiday season and we appreciate you joining us here on the podcast, if you haven't joined us before, make sure you check out alatsislawfirm.com. Ted and his team have put a lot of resources up there to answer your questions uh, before you even get in touch with him, right? There's a lot of guides there that can kind of give you some guidance, prepare you for maybe the conversations you'll have with uh, Ted and his team as you go through that estate planning process. But not only are our podcasts up there, there's videos, blogs, and plenty of guides as well. So check that out when you get a second, alatsislawfirm.com. All right, before we get into our mailbag, we like to hop into the legalese of the day. This week's legalese, Ted, is the Spendthrift Trust. Great. The Spendthrift Trust is basically a, a trust that uh, is designed to protect the beneficiary from creditors. Uh, it, it prevents or puts restrictions on the creditor's ability or, or the beneficiary's ability to to, to give away their stuff or to you know transfer their stuff to other people, so you know by by doing so it protects, um, it, pay, it puts everything in that that closed box that we've talked about before, where you know they they have no control over what happens to to what their legacy is, and uh, by doing that it it makes it um, it protects it from you know people that they owe money to spouses uh, you know any 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 sort of creditors that may arise. You know, even even if uh, they would ordinarily be entitled to something. All right, very good. So good to know what the Spendthrift Trust is, and we'll try to answer more legalese. If you have anything on your mind, maybe you'd like us to maybe add to the list of legalese we'll do on the show, send it in to us at latsislawfirm.com. If you have questions as we go through this, we'd love to hear from you. You can always call 718-233-2903. we got three mailbag questions to tackle today on this episode of the podcast. I'll start off with one from Ethan. His question is, I want to leave money to my son. However, 
He is in a very unstable marriage. I don't trust his wife. They have separated multiple times. She has also made comments about what she wants to buy with the inheritance when I die. That's never good. Uh, Is there any way I can prevent it from getting into her hands without disowning my own son? Ethan, that's a great question. And you'd be surprised at how often, you know, we're we're asked the question that's that's of a similar nature. So, yeah, there there are certain things you can do. And certainly, you know, you want to create a a type of trust where, you know, your your son would would not necessarily have the ability to do anything with the assets other than what you specifically, you know, set forth. And so by doing that, um, you create this, you know, this um, type of trust. We, We just Describe the spendthrift trust, for example, and that protects the asset from his wife, right? So, so at the end of the day, you know, by creating a trust that uh, that puts puts the assets in this closed box that makes it very difficult for him to control and direct, you know, where everything goes. By doing that, then you, you've protected the assets and uh, protected it from from you know the, the the daughter-in-law that you may or may not like. I don't know if we've ever, ever talked about this before, Ted, but do you ever treat it? I think just think of it as like a prenup, right? For for an inheritance. Do you ever do you ever treat it that way where it's like, well, I love my son-in-law, daughter-in-law, I trust them, I think everything's gonna be fine, but just to protect myself and my my child, it's always best maybe to put it into a trust. Do you ever take that approach with people? Um, we, you know, we discuss it certainly. You know, not, in, in some circumstances, you know, it's it's not as big a concern in their mind. But, you know, for the most part, the conversation is that let's let's extend those protections you know, for, for the children and beyond. And so, you know, for the most part, uh, you know, the trust that we end up drawing up do have provisions that protect the assets from the spouses of their children. So, okay. so yeah, it, it prenup is, that's a good analogy um, and, and a good way to kind of look at it. But yeah, that we, we do kind of consider it that way. Absolutely. Okay. Very good. Well, I appreciate your question, Ethan. Uh, what about one from Hannah? Says our granddaughter has a lot of student loan debt. Uh, I guess we see this quite a bit, probably too, Ted, from people right now. Uh, We believe she is in default, and I'm afraid that the student loan companies will come after her when we leave her money. So what are our options? So, yeah, Hannah, that's a great, great question. And, you know, this is something that's, you know, becoming more and more, you know, problematic going going forward, especially um, since student loan debt is generally not uh, something you can discharge in a bankruptcy. Um, So, you know, getting away from student loan debt is a problem. And, you know, Student loan debt just grows every single year. So, what you know, one of the things you can certainly do is set up a a spendthrift trust or a trust where, you know, the assets that um, your granddaughter is going to be receiving would stay in this trust without her having the ability to control or direct what happens uh, to that money. And in so doing, um, that money is not considered an available you know resource to her. And by by it not being available to her, it's protected uh, against uh, these potential creditors. So. You know that is that is one way and one you know surefire way to protect protect that asset uh, you know for uh, for your granddaughter without you know, creating the requirement to pay that money to to the student loans. All right, very good, Hannah. I, I encourage you to go back on our last episode as well. We talked through the advantages of leaving an inheritance in a trust and talked through some of those different scenarios as well and the approach that Ted and his team takes in those cases. So might be a value of, to you to check that one out when you get done with this one. All right. Uh, one more question here from Jacob. He says, I want my daughter to have all of my money when I die. However, I'm worried that she will leave all of her money, which could include my inheritance to her, to her husband. So very similar to the first one here. But is there any way I can make sure my inheritance mm-hmm. goes to my grandkids if my daughter doesn't use it? 
Right. Uh, Jacob, that's a great question. And it, it's very similar to to what Ethan asked earlier. So yeah, at the end of the day, what you, you want to try to do is create a, a trust that you know has a legacy component or basically a, you know, something that um, you know, gives your daughter the ability to have access uh, on a limited basis to to some of the the money, but at the end of the day, not the ability to direct or point it to someone else. And so you want to kind of you know put restrictions uh, on on how much and what she can she can do specifically with the assets. And by putting those restrictions in place, you know the legacy continues you know for for your other beneficiaries, uh, and it also protects it from from uh, her spouse. So you really want to be intentional with with your uh, with your planning and make sure that you know what you specifically you know want her to have access to she can have access to and what you want to make sure you secure for your your ongoing you know your ongoing legacy grandkids that they you know and and so on when you speak with your estate planning attorney you sit down and you you be very intentional with that and you could certainly you know spell that out and and provide it in a trust. Well, all great questions, and we want to direct you to the website. If you have any questions you want to send in to us for the podcast, you can do so at elastislawfirm.com. Yeah, Ted, we, we talked through all kinds of different scenarios here. I mean, is there much that a trust can't help pre- prepare you for or give you control over? I mean, it seems like just about any scenario that we've we've heard and, and talked about, seems like a trust can give you some control. Is that is that true? Yeah, so a, a trust is a great way to, you know, continue the control that you currently have, expanding it, um, putting limitations on it, um, and putting limitations on assets and, you know, what happens to them when you're gone. So it's really a, a, a very efficient way of doing that. You know, some of the, the the great, you know, robber barons of the 1800s, you know, the the reason they were able to, you know, take their money and, you know, have it still funding, you know, things like the Rockefeller foundations and Carnegie and people like that, they all had trusts and all their trusts, you know, continued their legacy for, you know, over a hundred years now, you know, and are still funding family that are still, you know, five and six generations later, while at the same time funding charitable institutions, things like that. So, so, you know, trust can, can be a very powerful tool to continue a legacy and to uh, plan an estate, you know, probably better than than anything that that you can prepare. Well, that's uh, and it's a good reminder too that you don't have to be a Rockefeller to to have that to have a trust in place, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. You don't you don't have to be a Rockefeller, absolutely. <laughs> well, very good. If you want to learn more, or if you want to go through your specific scenario and and talk with the team at Alasis Law Firm to find out, you know, what protections you could have for whatever concerns or issues that you have on your radar or you might uh, anticipate happening with you and your family and your loved ones. So again, alatsislawfirm.com or over the phone, 718-233-2903. All right, Ted, very good. We wish you uh, the best. Uh, I know we'll talk again before the holidays, but enjoy uh, Halloween as we talk and then into uh, Thanksgiving as we prepare. Absolutely. And uh, look forward to talking to you next, next time. Well, thank you for listening to New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, the Three Pillars of Protection program. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen, and we'll have an episode coming soon. Take care. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.